going at it. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> deck and then we break it down a spotlight deck and then test it they test it to the ground got it i have no fucking clue uh lincoln park burn it down and tear it back down. Okay, all right. I see it. I see it now. <laughs> I see it. Sorry, it wasn't. I don't. It was I, very I like short. And <laughs> I'm not sure if it was uh, like a hit or anything. So that's what I was looking for. I kind of look at us as like the Weird Al Yankoviches of Magic. <laughs> Yankoviches. Yeah, Yankoviches. Yankoviches. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting podcast tonight because it is we're two really o'clock tired. in the morning. We just got done testing our Commander Spotlight, which that's what the 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 song was about. Spotlight. Yeah deck um, you're skipping stuff we oh, yeah. are the commander yeah, smiths sorry. and this is episode 19 i <laughs> fucked that up again three weeks in a row but i am lowry smith <laughs> and i'm adam smith oh man larry this is gonna be good uh <laughs> cousins we are definitely cousins I, this, I, this yes is... we are <laughs> unless somehow my dad is your dad interesting anyways let's Doubt, <laughs> highly doubtful <laughs> Highly doubtful. Uh, and you can catch us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. And you can uh, email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. Or on YouTube at Commander Smiths. It's uh, we got a couple listeners or watchers, I guess. Watchers? That Creepy. sounds really yeah, that sounds really bad. We got a couple watchers on uh, YouTube peeping. there. <laughs> Some peeping watchers. So anyways, uh, getting back to what I was saying, it's 2 o'clock in the morning that we're recording this. We just got done playing our peed on commanders. Yeah, I was, I'm craving uh, Regna from last week and then you're going to be you got a zender split in uh the eye of chaos, eye of chaos. how so. do you learn their names <sighs> he has no vowels zender split has no vowels in that day well you thing. know that name but yeah. the cyclops should be decently easy yeah you never remember the commander's it's names. Stop. It's that guy that does things and stuff. Is really you know. badass. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna do the commander spotlight for the coin flipping uh, commanders from Battle Bond. Yep, we're gonna talk today. about first. We're gonna talk about how we played or yeah, we got together, we and then we'll finish it off with some spoilers and specs. Specs. Smith. Specs. Got, is that four? We have four. Yeah, sections. four. So this is gonna be kind of quick. Uh, when we go through the spoilers, we're gonna be more focused on good cards. Good this cards. Time. Commander driven cards that are actually pretty decent. Um, Actually, one I'm really freaking excited about. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's my, you definitely peed on this one. Yeah, <laughs> and my specs are kind of based off of it. But anyways, let's start it off. How did how did the games go? So we didn't play each other until the last match, and then was, that was yeah, kind was of a eight, shit show. For, eight people uh, that were there, so we had two games of four going on. A bunch of guys on. that we had never met before, good guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, actually. It was enjoyable. Thanks for inviting us out. Yeah, definitely. Was, uh, Adam number two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was his house. Yeah, so I'm, it'll be I'm Adam, Adam number, number two. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, number two. <laughs> you know what guys, that's from? Did you guys talk to each other? Like that? <laughs> no. Do you know what that's from, though? No. Scrubs? Anyways. I uh, never watched that show. So how did your, your games go over so, there? So, yeah, it was Kraven uh, Regna versus uh, one player was playing Doretti. Then there was Sliver Hive Lord. Oh, you're remembering everybody's commanders. Yeah, God, that's, that's the important remember. part. I don't care what their name, <laughs> their actual names are. And then there was uh, Gisela... Bright blade, the red white one that doubles damage and halves damage. Uh, so like, Krav was really cool. Like I I love Krav as a commander. Mm-hmm. Regna, 
I like her for the whiteness. <laughs> you you would. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the white's really nice in the deck, but I don't know how I... If I wanted to play Regnamore, I'd probably have to add a bit more life gain, like incremental life gain mm-hmm. in there. But I just seem not to get it naturally unless it's Crav, but then I want to be playing creatures to sacrifice to him. And uh, yeah, he's. It seemed like really cool. I, I felt like we had some really good games going on. Well, your guys' one game, we played three games in your Within one game. Within that, yeah. yeah. So I only got to play two games with Crav and Regna. Uh, and then I actually I got some games in like on midweek. Well, no, you played friends. three games. In, well, you guys kind of forced, yeah, we kind of quit that quit second that one because and, yeah. we wanted to switch people up. Yeah. So in their one game that took what two hours, two and a half hours, something it was like it that? was two hours. And oh like, yeah, and who? How did that game end up? Like, how, well, I was at sixty-seven life, and then Gisela was out, and the Doretti player uh, played Bitter Feud on me, oh. and and then with him. And then he dealt me like 60 damage with a burn spell. Oh, so I geez. went down to seven and he was at one because I because it's like quadrupling damage and all this <laughs> stuff. So like we were just going at it. And uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> I can't handle this it's too early. <laughs> this is- um, and then, yeah. And then uh, the uh, Gisela player just burned us out. Nice. <laughs> just like, Fick. but it was a really grindy game. Like I was saying, like Crav, like. He can either kill you really quick if you have enough like tokens to sacrifice to him and like just commander damage, mm-hmm. or he can go really grindy and make a game really long because you're always gaining advantage even if your creatures are dying. Yeah, in with the deck that I built. Yeah, so, and that's what I wish the third game. Well, the where it was the time when yeah, and then I, the we both player. didn't really even like freaking. Uh, I I got mana screwed in that game. Yeah, that and one. And then he just picked on you. Yeah, well, yeah, it was that was a tough tough game to deal with because <laughs> i got freaking molly whopped with that uh but your your first game oh I man hear about this oh one. so that was that was so much fun like zender split and the cyclops i don't know his name the cyclops you had the cards right, right, right here the card. <laughs> well so it worked out completely perfect like, like you couldn't even write it up better like by turn five i had i believe i had lightning greaves but i was able to make him unblockable I got three coin flips in a row, so I killed one person. Yeah. By on turn five, then turn six comes around. I had multiple coin flip people out, got him over three flips in a row to get him killed the next person because he was unblockable, Jeez. couldn't get targeted, and then it just it went on to the next one. So in seven turns, well, no, let's say five, six, yeah, seventh five, turn, six, seven, and that was, was it. Game over. That was game over. And that's and I think that was kind of an important thing that you learned while you're building the deck. There was like. The, the Cyclops is ridiculous on his own. Yeah. And I think we learned that from when we were doing our sealed two-headed giant together. Yeah, that's what kind of like, triggered it. If he's your commander, all you need to do is win three flips, and he's a 24-24 and yeah. can kill with commander damage if you can get him through. And so what we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too, is like originally I pulled all these coin flip cards, but I, like we mentioned in podcasts before when I was talking about it, podcast land, there's a lot of shitty, shitty coin flip cards. <laughs> so it's actually, it's a coin flip deck, but the commanders themselves do enough coin flip where you don't need that much coin flip. So I actually, I only have about seven coin flip cards, I think in the deck. Okay. Uh, so really the multiple other coin flips never helped. What actually helped a lot was getting, um, 
Helm of the Host because then making multiples of your guys and having more more, more triggers. Yeah. So, so that's what you're looking for. It almost sounds like was like your your commander. You want your commanders to trigger more often. Yep. Exactly. Than so then other cards. That's how I came into doing multiple attack phases. So that's what this deck is mainly about: is being unblockable and then multiple attack phases because then. You get to flip coins again on your second attack phase. Yeah, and then so yeah, then drawing the, tons of cards was under split out. Yeah, then, so that was the other thing. Like it's kind of strategic where if I'm not ready, like I don't have the pieces to make my the Cyclops unblockable, I put Zender split out first because he's very not threatening and people don't necessarily kill him when he comes out. Whereas if I put him out. Mm-hmm. I want him to get out and attack immediately, so I kind of waited on that second game. All three of them went after <laughs> me. They learned their lesson. Yeah. And actually, I think I would have done pretty well, but um, one of them was playing um, mill. a mill deck. <laughs> and so I freaking was drawing so much crap from Zender Split, getting all the flips, and I was having multiple, multiple Zender Splits. So from I ended up milling there. my own self out, drawing 36 cards because I had four Zender Splits. <laughs> and actually, I had Karark's Thumb out, and I was choosing not to win because I didn't want to die, but I still did anyways. <laughs> but yeah, it actually was... Oh, no, that was the third game. The second game was not that. Because the second game, I died from discarding um, every time. So the third game, what I just said happened where I milled myself. The second game I died, I, almost, I had two players killed. I was going for the last one. I needed one more blue land to be able to bounce, but I, I kind of figured out that wouldn't have worked because he would have cast it anyways. I still would have died. Yeah, yeah. I was at one life, but I just needed one more attack, and then he was dead. So everything was working the way I wanted it to work. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. So I, I actually really love this deck. And I don't know if I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I was worried going into this, making this deck. No, I didn't mention no, you it. Didn't, no, So side note to it. Going into this, this was like almost the first deck I was building where I was like, I'm not excited. Like, there's nothing that makes me excited about this deck. I'm just like putting coin flip stuff. But once I realized the double trigger stuff, and it was towards the end when I'm putting all the cards together of how I want to build this, I was like, oh my god, two attack phases is a brilliant idea and making them unblockable. Brilliant, brilliant idea. And so then I got super excited and this turned into, I don't know, it's got to be one of my top five favorite decks to play your baby yeah and that's the other thing it's a new one (laughs) (laughs) so and actually and and i think we both agreed on the ride back over here to do the podcast but like i kind of thought it would almost be like tedious to just continually make uh like decks for this yeah the podcast and i mean granted we're only at three right now but i've really enjoyed all three of the decks that i've been playing and i think you're in the same boat yeah exactly now we're we're both deciding on which decks we now have to kill that we aren't making because we like these ones that we're building here yeah and so you just kind of got to go back and be like okay we're gonna i'm gonna axe probably i'm gonna try and get rid of about five decks so that i have some more cards i'll probably do about the same that's probably a good number there so but but, yeah i mean these i'm gonna be playing this a lot my last two i like these a lot i i think uh like shit what the fuck did i do there we go so like just for like me just playing through the deck some cards that i found that were like pretty decent all-stars that i wasn't really expecting to be Mm -hmm. good uh would be like bastion protector and since i it's uh what's that one do it's, that is the all oh, commander gets two plus two commander creatures commander you creatures control get control two get two and indestructible. indestructible. And so since I have two 
like commanders. You got two protections. Two with protections, that. Yeah. and it seems to really work. So you got that out a couple times, or got yeah, that out in once? the on the Wednesday game. Oh, gotcha. When you so it just kind of like protected Crab, and Crab is just so important to my deck that yeah. you you want to make sure that you have the. Uh, um, the creature in crab protected pretty much, and then the other two, which are pretty similar cards, would be like Vol uh, Voldaren Pariah and Urborg Justice. Yeah, we talked about Urborg Ju- Justice last yeah. week. I like that card. And they with both that. they both pretty much surprise me because if somebody gets out ahead of me, I have enough creature and value to be able to just like I'm going to sack these creatures and make sure that they slow down, but I'm getting the value and they don't. Yeah. So I, I think I really like those in this deck, and it, it just kind of like creates a little bit more value if if Crab is being like kind of targeted and harder yeah. to keep out. I think so. if we would have done head to head more, that was my when we were started that last game that didn't go very well for either of us. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was my biggest worry is I don't have a lot of creatures in this deck. My deck is very creature poor because it's focused on the two commanders. Um, so when you got to sacrificing and then making other sacrifice, I was uh, a little worried because I knew that was in there. That yeah, and I think I think both of ours had like a decent angle against each other because yeah. like the things that I was worried about, you have in there, which was be bounced. Like I'm I'm entering all these resources in, and then if they get bounced, I'm just restarting the game. Yeah, that sucks. Um, and then for you you don't have a ton of creatures so if i was gaining the value like with a a grave pact or you know a martyr's bond or something like that you were just going to get in trouble and fall way behind like yeah. not being able to keep up with creatures having answers for to, each of us is pretty yeah. good yeah so um i actually the bounce spells didn't help me in any of the games i played and like oh really it's hard because it's like you want to utilize all your mana as much as possible and so a lot of times I was tapped out. And then as we were discussing on the way over, I maybe that the the last game we played, I should have held on to my cryptic command instead of trying to get aggressive with it. Cause I was down too much life. I was at 13. Mm. There wasn't a way I was going to survive. Um, but I was dead no matter what. Like, there wasn't anything we could do against. That was a Everybody. little, yeah, that was a little out no. of control, but yeah. So overall really fun. Uh, I know some tweaks I need to do with it. I almost think even less, I actually am taking a couple coin flip stuff out. So there's some things that, like, Goblin Bomb I thought was going to be really good in it. I never got a token on it. (laughs) Like, I never want to flip whenever I use Goblin Bomb. So it it, it just five turns. You got to get five wins off of it. I mean, with Karark's Thumb, yeah, maybe then it helps a little bit. But you still, it's in play, does just about nothing. Yeah. And then... I feel like I need to find better cards for getting my key pieces in, and that isn't necessarily one of them. So there's a couple of tweaks I'm going to do, but that's why we do this. We test it out to see what yeah. needs to be done, and I think altering four or five cards is going to help it out quite a bit. So and it's and it is surprising when you do tweak a deck, and you if it, you know if you only do three to five cards, it's impressive at how much it actually changes a longer game or yeah. like from your deck. So you know if. If you're like, ah, I don't really like this card in the deck, switch it out. Yeah. It's it's going to do something, and it'll be better for you in general for deck making. Yep, exactly. So is that about wrap up our night? I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, just talking about some of the cool stuff. Yeah. 
I, I, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. I, I guess for me, I would say, like, if you like a really grindy commander, I would play Krav and Regna. <laughs> really They're, grindy. Just yeah, grind all grindy. over no, you. No, it just makes de- games go so long mm-hmm. because of the value. Like, people just kind of look at it and they're like, well, if I attack you, just gonna, you're going to chump block. I'm not going to get any damage in and you're still going to have a 2-2 around. Yeah. And and so it it, it seems like... It, it slows games down quite a bit and you're gaining a ton of advantage with crab with the life gain and the drawing and making them huge yeah so. and so the mind's the opposite where it's more and that's what i'll talk about here when we do the spotlight but it's more aggressive like that was that first game i got really nervous because i was like i have to go at somebody right away and potentially kill somebody in the first like five minutes that we're playing this game <laughs> and i don't like that that's not my style but for the last couple it's been more aggro decks where i have to i can't just sit back like i have mm-hmm. to do to start going because everything all the pieces were there so it was like i have to do this i can't just sit here and try to draw more cards it's i gotta go aggressive and try to kill people and it ended up working and you and you are able to still draw the cards along with it yeah. if you're being aggressive. That's probably the nice thing is you can be really aggressive with your cards, it seemed like, and still be able to draw a ton if people aren't like really focusing on the uh, Zender split. Yeah. So I guess we'll just jump right into the spotlight going with that. I mean, the biggest part of this deck, and like I talked about, is that you're going with a lot of the multiple attacks. But I would say... There's a lot of protection stuff because your Cyclops is very important. So you, I have quite a few equipments. This is a very artifact-heavy deck. Okay. And and I'm not going to talk about these, but it does have a crap ton, a total of seven Monorocks and seven Land Searchers or... Getting uh, land into your yeah, like or into treasure map where it flips into you know you're scrying, but then it does flip into three. And you get the gold to the gold, and then it turns into whatever the land and all that stuff too. So um, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very go search for your land, get it all up, and you're you're putting your pieces out in the meantime if you aren't not ramping or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was putting my lightning greaves out, or like I said earlier, the. Um, the helm of the host which i love helm of the host like it's such a good card but anyways so some of the cards that the big keys when i came across building this deck was the multiple combat stuff so i think and i'm still waiting on one to come in the mail so uh, right now i think i have seven or eight of you got six here se- okay so, so have i have seven total. seven total yep so one of so- We'll go ahead and read it. Uh, some of them, like uh, Savage Beating, which will give you an extra attack step and double strike. Yeah, so that's two and one. Like, if somebody's open, I could just go, well, double strike, double strike and you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> Or I'd entwine it so I can double strike and get yeah. another attack phase, hit somebody else. Uh, Relentless Assault gives you another attack phase. That one's just a basic one. That one was on the... I was I'm kind of on the cutting board with that, but it, I didn't haven't used it yet. But it's only four to get out. Seize the day gives one creature another attack. You're like, well, yeah, no, it, it it's totally right. It it's four untapped target creature. After that phase, you get an additional one, but it also has flashback, so you can do it an additional time if you had enough mana to do it. So you could attack three times with him, and every time you attack, or every time you get an additional phase, you flip coins again. So. 
if he got up to a 12 12 well you're flipping coins again and then he might turn into a 24 24 or 48 48 so well here, um, here's a question like this could almost be like if you're not even attacking you could still cast it to be able to draw more cards yeah. with like zender split that's how i normally would use zender like if i knew i wasn't going to attack with him that turn I wasn't able to get haste or whatever and get through. Mm-hmm. I would do Zender Split first because then I was like, okay, sure, I draw. Would, would you be willing to have Zender Split in play and cast a, another like oh. attack step one just to draw just more to draw. cards? Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, um, uh, the main one right here is what actually triggered my idea of why okay, I started yeah, doing Scourge it. of the Throne was your yep. inspiration. Well, so I was going through my expensive binder stuff that I put all my more expensive cards in a binder. Um, and that's kind of my proxy binder. I go off of that and I'm like, oh, that's a card. I got to make a proxy of that and put that in that deck. So Scourge of the Throne is a f- four and two red. It's a five, five flying dragon uh, has dethrone. But then when it attacks for the first time each turn, if it's attacking a player with uh, most life, you get an uh, additional attack phase. Yeah. So then that's what triggered it. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> we can, you can do that. But yeah. On theme for attacking is impulsive maneuvers. I'm not even going to read that. Okay, so that one, what it does is... So that can potentially give my... This works for everybody, though. So that's the downfall. Oh, is it? Is that... So it's whenever a creature attacks, flip a coin. (laughs) Now, the thing about Zender Split and Cyclops is that if another player wins, you also get the benefit from it. So if you're flipping and you win your flip... Okay. Zender split, I get to draw, and my Cyclops gets bigger. Doubles. And, yeah, okay. but if I'm attacking, I also get to flip, and Zender split can double his power. It does double strike. For every creature uh, that you win a flip, it deals double damage. Uh, if I lose a flip, the next time that creature would deal combat damage, prevent that damage. So it potentially could save me from other players if they're all out attacking mm-hmm. or do a lot a lot of fucking damage that I, i'm still <laughs> that was one i was like uh i'm on the fence with i feel like it can be good but it could totally backfire because i'm not using a lot of well, creatures that's, that's i think the uh the allure of coin flipping yeah because, because it's, it's either 50, really helpful 50, or <laughs> really bad there's so many bad coin flip stuff. <laughs> like, even the stuff that really spiked with everything, like Stitch and Time, that's fine. It's a good, you know. But if if you don't have Karark's Thumb out, it's three mana for potentially not Nothing. doing anything. And so I was kind of... The stuff I wanted to play, I always wanted something to be able to happen, you know, okay. for my coin flips. I didn't ever want it to be like nothing <laughs> wah, wah. and that's why i'm kind of on the fence with goblin bomb and i might take that out because goblin bomb just seems like really slow yeah uh so then the next part of it is just and i don't have all the cards here i just got the your main ones but it's making them unblockable making it so no one can touch it uh, and that's what kind of got through to kill everybody that first game and so you were saying that you really liked march just a smuggler yeah because not only does it give it haste, but it also gives it, um, or unblockable, it also gives it haste, which that's the big thing with the Cyclops. I want them to get out and hit right away. So, um, but there's a lot. I have all the the Whisper Silk uh, armor. Cloak. Cloak, yeah. I'm like thinking equipment, uh, have that. I have, you know, I have, I think, eight, no, ten. I got my sheet right here. I have one... (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, 
six, seven, eight, nine different things that make my stuff unblockable. Okay. That's that's quite a bit. And like I cryptic command taps down somebody yep. that you want to get through. One that seems kind of uh, new to me, uh, it's open into wonder. So that was just to make it so that it can't be blocked, but then, then you also, also get a draw, draw engine with, pretty with cool, it. Yeah. yeah, so that's from Amonkhet. Um, it's tap two, blue, and X, and X creatures get unblockable. For all your creatures that deal damage, draw a card. Yeah, I don't think I knew that uh, card existed. That seemed pretty cool. Like, yeah. I can see that going in like, my Derevi deck as well. Oh, like, yeah. Just being able to get creatures through, and untapping then, a bunch of stuff, and drawing a bunch of cards. Yeah. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I mean, pretend like you didn't see that, Lowry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then you have your insurrection as that, not because that's what you should have in a red deck as the game winner, but it also makes it I'm taking all their creatures, so then they're completely open. So that's my yeah. whole thought, and that's the same thing with cryptic command. It's not because I want a counter spell in there; it's because I can tap down everybody that person's creatures. Yeah, so, yeah, I can totally see that. Um, and then you have your cyclonic rifts. You have then what Lowry was well, talking about earlier. Yeah, with the bounce. Yeah, with the bounce the stuff. And then yeah, so then that's the other couple bounce spells so, yeah, i think if, wash wash out i i like wash out as a card because yeah. it can be you know you have to actually be a little political with it yep you get to choose a color and return all permanents of that color to player's hand so that includes you and uh, then aether spouts which uh so i used um yeah i used aether spell i have one more two more bounce spells rise yeah, I, I used that. that. So similar. I used that, but I've only bounced one freaking creature. I was like, God, this is a waste. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I mean, I, I had to do that a couple times on, with Crab, where like I can play a card that affects a bunch of different cards or creatures of mine, but I was only trying to do it to save Crab, yeah. basically. But it was it felt so pointless. I was like, you sure you don't want to attack with like all your creatures? <laughs> like, I am kind of open. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking, I was like, damn, I should have all tapped out because then he probably would have just all out attacked me, but whatever. Set him up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, so those that's the gist of it. I mean, the key is, Krark's Thumb, you don't need to have it out to win, but it does help a lot. It's nice to kind of keep rolling with the coin flipping. Yeah, so the only searching I have to get that um, is Whir of Invention. But I will say one really big winner. Oh, I, I will talk about the coin flip cards that i did put in yep. one big winner in this is goto goto is really good in this because he comes in you go search for your lightning greaves and you put it directly on him i did that actually multiple times well, like in our in our last game i pointed out i was like well this goes infinite with helm of the host yeah so. and i didn't even realize that and one of the games i think the one that i lost by you know i was at one i had both of those out and i didn't do that i didn't even think of it <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever yeah so i didn't need it infinite accidental combo which i didn't even mean to have in here so <laughs> and then the couple coin flip cards that i did put in here was goblin bomb like i mentioned but that might actually make its way out uh chance encounter is just another way to win it's you win 10 flips every time you win a flip you put a luck counter on it at the beginning of your upkeep you have 10 on there 10 luck counters you win the game uh goblin festival is kind of unique because it's one red, one colorless enchantment. You can tap two to do one damage to a target target creature or player. But if you lose the flip, a player gets control of it. But you can tap two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. So you can do it multiple times before, before, it, switches before it switches over. 
and then we have Game of Chaos, which that's three red. I've talked about that for the one of my specking. Yeah. Planner Chaos. I was interested to play that, but I didn't actually ever get that didn't out. Get a chance of it. But that one works with everybody again. That's another multiplayer thing. So it's one red. To colorless enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep flip a coin if you lose the flip sacrifice it but its second part is whenever a player plays a spell they must flip a coin if they lose the the, the coin flip their spell is countered so you're playing counter spells <laughs> you jerk yeah. accidentally we, we know that you don't like it yeah. <laughs> I, it was more of to the idea with that was to make people hold up on doing stuff until my turn and hopefully i get to go i don't know pause people for a turn anyways interesting and then you have squeeze revenge which you choose a number flip a coin that many times if you lose you don't get any of the effects but if you win uh you get to draw two cards for each time you won oh that's kind of nice so and then the last one is Carpulsen Minotaur. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce it. Two red, two colorless, three, three. I didn't get to play this as Clumative Upkeep, flip a coin. Every time you win a flip, so it doesn't have to be that Clumative Upkeep, so that can take effect with your commander going. Every time you win a flip, you do one damage to a target, creature, or player. And if you lose, you, that player gets to choose. one damage. Yeah, so. Interesting. That's yeah, kind that's, of, that's that the one's a little, that's one I'm it, like, It's eh. just coin flipping. Yeah. The, the, the the difference between old coin flipping and the new Zender Split and Eye of Chaos are there isn't really a downside yeah, to, to the, the commanders. Yeah, the, but all the other coin flip cards have a downside yeah, where exactly. you're like, fuck. Is it worth it? Is well, it worth it to have it in there? So and that, that was uh, the it, game that I had uh, four Zender Splits out. I had that option to play that card, and I was like, uh, I'm at I'm at one life. That isn't gonna be a good play because I'm gonna lose a flip and it's gonna go to my face. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was interesting. But overall, freaking loved loved the deck. I liked really making this deck uh, different than it's than I thought it was gonna be. Like I said, when I spec'd on these commanders coming out, I bought all the coin flip stuff and there you for, don't for need you, a lot you didn't really need it but i think yeah, there are other plenty people of, yeah i think there are plenty of people out there that like to play chaos yeah and and i think it's probably we're we're a bit too uh competitive to maybe do <laughs> yeah i a think it would coin flip yeah deck. that might have been pretty shitty if i would have gone <laughs> just straight up coin flip uh so but yeah um uh, <laughs> that was that was good i like that the yeah command- and uh, if if you kind of like the styles that we're talking about, uh, I'll add a link in to yeah. tappedout.net under this podcast. You can kind of check it out. Uh, and if you have the, any entire... suggestions, you can definitely shoot yeah. us an email or something on the... No, don't worry about it. No. <laughs> no. It's Keep it to your... Make your own I'm, deck. I'm assuming that our Gmail account is broken because we haven't gotten any emails. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I mean... I know it works when I send us the information. Yeah. Oh, we got an email. Oh, it's Lowry. Yeah. Damn it. That's how much uh, Adam likes me. Damn it. Another email from Lowry. Uh, So, yeah, let's move on to our uh, core set 2019. Core cards for spoilers. (laughs) That works. No, it doesn't. That was bad. Uh, so Don't quite a bit me. got uh, revealed this week. Actually, all of it got revealed this week. But some freaking sweet cards. Hey, did you uh, happen? I'm putting you on a spot here. Huh? 
Did you happen to do any uh, homework on the lore? I did not. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew we had a pack, jam-packed podcast here, and I felt like I had a little bit more time. And there, it's a little fuzzy You procrastinated. So? <laughs> Get on my back. <laughs> okay, so no lore discussion. No Lowry lore time with... Uh, Lowry, yeah, Lowry. God damn, two thirty in the morning. This is freaking late. Um, so we're gonna go through the some other spoilers. Some of the spoilers came out. Now this isn't coming out for another like three weeks. Like I think the release is July thirteenth. Yeah, they got really trigger happy on showing all this stuff. I don't know why they were so early. But it, they didn't. Like we I said, they're afraid week. of Battlebond. They're like, "This <laughs> no, bad set. Let's just cover let's it up." Just, but Battlebond was awesome. Like I thought it was pretty yeah, sweet. Really but it's really it commander driven. But yeah, and so the pre-release is happening uh, July seventh and eighth so you know it's it's a ways off but that's perfectly fine we get to i don't know what we're going to talk about next week yeah no more Maybe spoilers cards that we didn't talk about this week <laughs> well, let's talk about bad cards next bad week. cards next week. i'm excited for that I you love guys want to listen to that episode uh all right so the first Homelands. one we're going to start with the mythic cards uh <laughs> resplendent two. angel we didn't talk about this one right no nope. uh it is one and two white for a three three flying angel at the beginning of your end step if you gain five or at the beginning of each end step, sorry, let me get that right. Cause if you gain five life on another person's turn, uh, you also get to create a four, four angel with flying and vigilance. You can tap three and three white until end of turn resplendent angel gets two plus two and gains life link. That's pretty interesting for a three, for three, three flyer. That's a lot. I think it's really cool. Yeah. The ability seems a little overdoing, but if you hit with it, well, it, it, as long as they don't kill spell it after you do the yeah. activated ability, you get f- you're getting a four, f- yeah. uh, four, four white angel. And that's worth six mana if you have that open. Yeah. So in my mind, I, I really like this card. I was, I was, I'm not gonna go out and buy it for seventeen dollars no. or anything. <laughs> but um, I was thinking it'd, it'd be really good in like Alicia deck or something. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet angel. I like it added to the repertoire of angels did i use repertoire is that the second time this podcast you know i i have admitted this in the past but i really don't, don't pay listen to what, to what you're talk. saying yeah god you're drunk it's... again <laughs> but we're not drinking tonight because it's very late drunk off of sleep not uh, sleep <laughs> god damn it this sucks uh so the other one we <laughs> wanted to talk about was wind Raider sphinx what was that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding we didn't want to talk about that no. one it's a reprint uh so uh tesseret artifice master that's uh, a plane that's what i thought you were trying to say and i was like whoa he really got that wrong three, three he pulled colorless, an two there. Blue with five <laughs> stop talking over me it's my time <laughs> Your five, time to shine, Larry. Uh, you can plus one it to create a one-one colorless Thopter artifact creature token with flying. You can zero uh, draw a card if you control three or more artifacts. Draw two cards instead, and then you can minus nine it. Uh, you get an emblem with at the beginning of your end step. Search your library for a permanent card. Put it uh, onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library, which ridiculous. is ridiculous. Why is it a permanent card? That is ridiculous. He doesn't do permanents. He does artifacts, which would still be really good. Yeah, but that's they just wanted to make him bonkers. <laughs> Look. Ow. Ow. He's, he's good. Yeah, that's, I like him. They actually did a good Planeswalker here. Yeah. So. Uh, we move into, I like this one a lot, Apex of Power. It's a lot. It's a commander card. Seven and three red. Uh, you exile the top seven cards of your library until the end of turn. You may cast... 
non-land cards exiled this way. If you if this spell is cast uh, from your hand, adds ten mana of any color to your mana pool. Yeah. So this so is in in my opinion, this is bulk. That's freaking. Well, it's it's a commander card. I don't know. I I don't like the thing of like if it casts from your hand, that's when you get the mana. You notice Red's doing a lot of that stuff right now with the. Well, it's kind of their draw yeah. ability or looting. I don't know. So, um, Liliana. Should we do it? Liliana. Yeah. Oh, did I skip? Yeah, I did you skip did. my event. Well, I actually, right. I wasn't sure if we talked because we talked about the uh, the bad Liliana. Yeah, the, this the other ones. Much better. <laughs> so I forgot which ones. Because so, we. T- yeah, go ahead. Liliana, untouched by death. Two colorless, two black, four loyalty. Starting, you get to plus one it. Put the top card of your library into the graveyard. If oh. Three cards, top three cards of your library into the graveyard. If at least one of them is a zombie card, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. You That's can, a lot for the number, the first, yeah, <laughs> the plus I mean, ability. It was a mouthful, it's but like, essentially here's the thing story. is make <laughs> zombies a zombie deck and with lose Liliana. Life. Yep. Uh, and then you can minus two uh, Liliana. Uh, target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn, where X is the number of zombies you control. Another, you know, she's a necromancer, so that's quite on flavor. And then you can minus three it, so right out the gate, uh, you may cast zombie cards from your graveyard this turn. So that's, I think that's pretty good value. You just, it probably pretty tough to, you know, cast zombies when you cast her. So you probably plus one or mill some. Hopefully you get some zombies. You kind of drain some life. And then the next turn you start casting zombies from your graveyard. Yeah, it's great for a zombie tribal deck. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a pretty cool card. Uh, two cards that are reprinted, which are good reprints, is uh, Scape Shift with some new art. Uh, and then we also got Crucible of Worlds. But then we move into, which I'm glad they've reprinted that again for the third time. You skipped um, one. What am I skipping? Sarkhan? Yeah. God, I don't remember which ones are the... I thought we talked about two Sarkhans, didn't we? Last week? Maybe not. Maybe you did. I thought we talked about two, but maybe, maybe we didn't. Did. Okay, skip it. There's a new Sarkhan card if we didn't talk about it last week. So check that out on the spoiler. <laughs> well, go ahead. You can go ahead and read that one. I don't want to anymore. Because <laughs> if we do it again, we're just doubling it up. And I don't care. It's better that we don't talk about it. Let's go to the one that, that I'm really freaking excited for. I even am cheering and uh, you guys can't see me. So, yeah. Anyways. He's cheering with this really downtrodden voice. <laughs> I'm totally. I am so excited. But our Elder Dragons, we were talking about the other. We yeah, talked so about a couple we, of them. We talked about Nicobolus and. Uh, which one was the other? The Victus Asmati. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so so we got others. Arcades, the strategist, and it's one green, white, and blue for a flying vigilance 3-5 dragon. But here's our first freaking official defender wall commander because True, yeah. when a creature with defender comes into play, draw a card that you cast, I should say, when you play a creature with uh, defender. defender. And then each of your creatures with Defender can attack, and they deal damage equal to their toughness instead of their power. This is the official frickin' yeah, this wall commander that we've all been waiting for for our pillow fort decks. We, we all, as in you. Yeah, I did make it. Remember, I made a, I like a wall deck. Doran, Doran allows you to still be able to like attack even if Doran's not on the yeah. battlefield. So like, yeah, I got a bunch of like twos or three powers so I can still get you there with this. I feel like if I just go, I'm going to kill Arcades. Or you think is, is you, you play all your walls out, you get your pillow fort and then you play them and go, all right, everybody dies. 
That's that's true. You don't need to cast him right away because you got your thanks big... Thanks for telling me your strategy. <laughs> so, obviously... Oh, yeah. So, this is my uh, Pete on Commander, by the this way. This is your Pete on Commander. I'm going to pee all over this wall. I think, I think <laughs> the uh, card advantage is going to be pretty sweet yeah, with it. Yeah, I like that um, a lot. But it, I think it's important to point out that, like... Only creatures with defender have the one like that, yeah. that deals damage with. Yeah, so not the uh, stuff toughness. with the big toughness. Because if you look at Doran decks on EDH rec, they the the top cards used there are a lot of really high toughness like tree folk and stuff. Yeah, those but aren't going to still do attack that. without yeah. Doran and yeah. stuff like that. So that, that's the kind of the the interesting part about this one too is that you don't need the other key card because Doran you needed another for the walls if you were playing walls yeah you needed another card to make them attack assault formation yeah which there is there's a lot of stuff that makes it so you can attack kind of I mean animate a, wall yeah <laughs> uh, and then there's like a gargoyle from yeah there's Guild a couple Pack. of them yeah so but so this makes it it's all in one package and it's a drawing drawing engine so um, yeah and i think that's one of the biggest things is just being a draw engine seems really good yeah so then our next elder chromium the mutable uh four colorless a white blue and black uh says seven seven flash this it can't be countered has flying and then you can discard a card until end of turn chromium uh, becomes a human with base power and toughness of one one, loses all abilities and gains hexproof. It can't be blocked this turn. So it's just you can't. So it becomes like a one one, but like essentially, it somebody's gets, doing a kill spell. You gets protect rid of, it. Yeah, all. I mean, you got to have the cards in your hand, but if you discard a card, gets uh, stops whatever spot removal that's going on. Yeah. And if they're doing like a damage based thing, it's still going to be a seven seven. Yeah. So. Um, I, I think this is a, a pretty cool card. I, it's seven it's a mana, lot of so it's a little yeah. it's a little expensive for me to get excited about it. Yeah. Um, but right now, I'm probably leaning towards Chromium just to be cool and different for for my pedon command. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's not what you were saying before that's, the cast. I know. You just changed it mid. Uh, that's why I have no idea what I'm doing. Actually, <laughs> so I'm just gonna change it a billion. Mine's times. gonna be all of them, and then I'll choose. I'm just one. gonna say whatever yeah. one you open in a pack is what it is. Oh, look. actually, that's probably true. Whatever <laughs> yeah. I open is yeah. probably what's gonna turn into. Uh, all right, then the, the final commander mm. is. Uh, yeah. Paladia Morris, is that how you say it? Uh, Paladia, Pilates, Pilates, Pilati Morris, Pilati More, uh, <laughs> the Ruiner. Three. You should say it more times. Red, really fast, like ten times fast. Pilati Morris, Pilati More, Pilates More, more Pilates. <laughs> more. Hey, I like that one. Three red, green, and white. So six to come out for a flying vigilance trample. When it wait wait wait, it has hexproof, and if it has been dealt damage if it hasn't dealt, dealt damage, damage yet so it needs to deal damage and then it loses its hex hex proof yeah and it's a six six i hate that yeah it's kind of it's so like so in my mind with this card if it's going to be my commander which it might <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything's <laughs> depends on what i open in my packs uh so like you just like voltron it but nobody's gonna you're not gonna attack with it until you have it like really protected and then or really big kill one person and then he loses hex proof and... hex proof yeah so i'm guessing that people complain enough about hex proof but they're like well we should have them have kind of hex proof so kind know. of hex proof yeah <laughs> so i think it's uh 
it's probably a good card, and I'm just complaining about a good card. <laughs> that's probably what's happening. That's that's it. All right, let's move into our rares. Um, you're a read, right? Yes, you're a read. I don't want to. You want which one? You want the last yeah, stand? Yeah, we can do that one. I do like that one. Uh, Ajani's last stand. Uh, two colors, two white enchantment. Uh, whenever a creature or planeswalker you control dies, you may sacrifice Ajani's last stand. If you do, create a four-four white avatar creature token with flying. Uh, and then also, when a spell or ability an opponent controls causes you to discard this card, uh, if you control a planes, create a four-four white avatar creature token with flying. Um, I think this is just like a really. I think it's an interesting, cool card. Um, I'm, I'm so so because they have those other enchantment stuff that, when something happens, sacrifice. I mean, it's a four-four. I guess four-four flying avatar avatar. but yeah yeah, it's i I think doesn't excite my pants (laughs) you don't know where to go with that (laughs) nothing's happening down in the undercarriage everything's just all right (laughs) i don't know i mean do we do we want to go to well, I was thinking Cleansing What's, Nova is pretty interesting for EDH-wise because you get the choice. It's three and two white. Choose one, destroy all creatures, or destroy, destroy all. all artifacts and enchantments. So I like the idea of... I like the flexibility. Yeah, that it's you can well choose one or the five other. five mana. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that one. Uh, and then where do you want to move into next? Do we want to do um, bu- 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 Sun Cleanser? Sure. Yeah, we can do Sun Cleanser. Go for it. Uh, one colorless, one white. It's a one-four creature. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you get to choose one of these abilities. Uh, you get to choose either remove all counters from target creature. It can't uh, have counters put on it for the, as long as Sun Clean uh, Cleanser remains on the battlefield, or target opponent loses all counters. That player can't get counters for as long as Sun Cleanser remains on the battlefield. So it's, it's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, it. I, it's a hate card yeah. for like energy that like for standard, but for like three months. Yeah, and then, then it cycles out. <laughs> but I mean, for EDH, it's pretty interesting being able to, you know, there's some commanders that deal with uh, what's the one the the Ryan Grant plays a lot, the uh, green black one that gets counters on it. Oh, Skullbriar. Yeah, Skullbriar. Oh, that's a that's a hate card for that. Yeah. Um, anything that uses experience counters, if you're using that as your co- your commander or whatever. Um, also true. Yeah. So I don't know. You I, thought about this card? Yeah. I thought it was an interesting. You don't see. I thought it'd this. be just like really good utility in Doran in yeah. my mind because <laughs> you a, love Doran. I really enjoy him. He sucks now. We have a dragon in his place. Damn tree. Weird. My dragon will burn your tree. <laughs> uh, actually, I I don't know. If you want to talk about this one, but I, I like to mention that they do are continuing to add cats since they did the last commander set. Yeah, well, so I this think one's they're... actually pretty unique, though. I mean, it, I like it. It's uh, so it's Leon Leonin War Leader. It's two and two white. Uh, when it attacks, give yourself two one one white cats tapped attacking, and they also have lifelink. And it's a four four for four mana. So I think it's. Interesting. They're adding more to get the cats as a more well, yeah, legit I like, I tribe. Like the different options for cats as they keep on kind of making it a little bit. Um, but it, this card kind of reminds me a little bit of like Brimaz, where when you attack, you get to put a 1-1 mm. cat into play with Vigilance. But also, Brimaz has... I mean, 
I think Primaz is really badass one. This is probably really good in that type of deck, though. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, Cat Tribal. I can see this Meow. potentially going in my my Gahiji deck if I get it. So good luck. Uh, where should we go next? Do we go? We get into blue here. Is there any notable ones we wanted to talk about in blue? I'm trying to look through there. Uh, I thought the metamorphic alteration was interesting. The it's one white and blue. Do you see that one? The enchant creature where you as it enters the battlefield choose a creature enchanted creature is a copy of chosen creatures so you could do it to yours but you also could screw with other people's you know what i'm saying oh yeah so somebody has a badass whatever out you change theirs into your token one one cat (laughs) with lifelink so i i I think you can use it almost as a kill spell in a way if you wanted to or could give you an advantage by pumping your stuff so um, I thought that was interesting. Any uh, others on blue you liked? I liked uh, Psy Master Thopterus. Uh, it's a two colorless, one blue. Uh, it's a one four. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, create a one one colorless Thopter artifact creature token with flying. And then you can pay uh, a colorless and a blue, sacrifice two artifacts to, to draw. draw a card. I like that one too, I, actually. I think there's a ton of value there. Mm-hmm. Just you can, I think you could put it in any blue artifact style deck. I, I think this could even be a really good value commander. Um, it's probably it's decently hard to kill as a one four for that cheap of mana to come yeah. out. Uh, so I think it kind of does a lot. Cast in an commander. artifact and you get yeah get a one one flying thopter. That's pretty so, sweet. Yeah. So it feeds into its own uh, drawing a card, and because essentially if you cast an artifact, you're going to get an artifact, and is then it, you could pay two to draw a card. Is it Thopter Foundry it, that does the same thing, but it's an enchantment where it's one blue, three colorless. Every time you cast an artifact, you get to get a one-one Thopter. Ah, I'm just—I I guess I could search for it right now if I wanted to. But yeah, there's a card that it reminds me of that. Uh, I think that's what it is. Um, why don't you go to the next one? I'll just check and make sure that okay. I was right on that. Uh, Fraying Omnipotence. It is uh, three colorless, two black sorcery. Uh, each player loses half their life, then discards half the cards in their hand, then sacrifices half the creatures they control around up each time. And so this is like the new pox. I think it's a modern pox card because um, there's pox, there's small pox, yeah. death cloud, stuff like that. So I think this is just kind of adding into that Um bit a little and, and i and i think this is going to be a really it's probably really powerful in commander just like starts having people stuff uh i'm a masochist like that <laughs> <laughs> and uh my computer is acting up so i'm not I'm, as i'm going into stuff it it's going really slow so i'm not even gonna mess with that because then i don't want the whole podcast to shut down here were you watching porn <laughs> <laughs> not on the computer who does that anymore oh, no. <laughs> um why don't you go to the next one because i have a little bit of freeze going on here too okay. so this is <laughs> way to go computer i just i didn't do the reset we should so have is reset this re- is this recording is yeah, this yeah i hope hopefully like, did that slow too i should stop clicking on stuff you just read maybe the next, we yep. talk like this <laughs> and it'll be just fine what is slow will slowing your voice down have to do with anything what would that help at all <laughs> If it so wasn't working, if it wasn't working, why would that help? Going slower. It means, means that we don't talk about it as much r- while it's not working, <laughs> and then we don't. We can backtrack a lot better. 
See how that works? I don't. I don't at Boom. all. <laughs> uh, graveyard Marshal. It's two black creature uh. for three, two. And then you can uh, pay. Uh, its activated ability is two colorless, one black. Exile a creature card from your graveyard. Create a tapped two, two black zombie creature token. Token maker. Yeah. Zombie tribal. Two, two black mana for uh, a three, two is even decent value right there. Um, I would say the only downside is that it has to be from your graveyard, but still... Uh, I think you can start flying through that. Yep. Um, was there anything else in black that we wanted to mention? Uh, Infernal Reckoning is whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think that's destroy but a call I like, is. Uh, Isareth, the Awakener. Did we talk about that one before? God, we need to write down which ones we talk about. Yeah, that sounds like work. Um, so that one is actually you read it again because I oh no I can see uh, when it attacks. Okay, sorry, it's one two black. And it is a 3-3 human wizard with death touch. When it attacks, you may pay X. And then my computer just did went to the white screen you of can death. pay x from your graveyard in the battlefield with uh <laughs> just with the corpse white. counter on it if that creature would leave the battlefield exile it instead of putting it uh anywhere else Oh man! All right, you keep going because I don't. I'm want just gonna to... do all these spoilers <laughs> You're while do Adam... every single. No, I'm gonna pull up my phone now and I'm gonna jump on with you. But you <laughs> keep going because I don't want this to shut down while we're doing this. I have to re-record all this goddamn crap again. <laughs> um, so I think another kind of cool card. Actually, this one would work really well with my uh, crab deck. But open the graves. Uh, it's an enchantment in black that's three colorless, two black. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, create a 2-2 black zombie creature token. So like in Crav where you're sacrificing a bunch of non-token creatures that turn into tokens, this helps turn them into tokens. Uh, so I, I really kind of like that one. Uh, starting to move into red. Red, okay. Well, I did want to mention one thing with red. Not really That's it's a good card. I think it's funny that they're trying to really do the blood moon blood sun all that crap and oh, they alpine add an alpine moon yeah. i think it's a really garbage card but i think it's just more trying to shut down uh tron more than anything don't you think probably i think it's like just but it's not oh, very good no it isn't it's like it helps the other player i don't know so it, it, i'm not even going to describe it i just thought it was interesting um check it out the did we talk about goblin trash master i don't think we did no we didn't that's, that I, one's really cool i like this one so it's two and two red goblin warrior three three so we have another goblin lord other goblins you control get one plus one you may sacrifice a goblin to destroy target artifact so that's pretty sweet actually to mm-hmm. we have we have sacrificed goblins to give you mana but this is our like nice goblin lord that pumps us and then yeah it's a sacrifice outlet you're you're gonna be able to get rid of a bunch of uh, soul artifacts. rings and yeah sensei well sensei's top i i i didn't want to make a notation it's really hard to kill sensei's top yeah i was gonna say you can't kill it <laughs> so uh one that i actually really liked was dark dweller oracle uh it's one colorless one red for a two two it's a goblin shaman and then you can pay one to sacrifice a creature exile the top card of your library you may play that card this turn um and so like it's a sacrifice outlet uh, Dark Dweller is kind of like a return from Goblin Dark Dwellers, which was a, another core card from years past. So, I, But I think it's a really kind of cool sacrifice outlet to get you some potential card advantage in red. Yeah. So uh, I, I actually, the one last thing I think in red that I liked was the Sarkhan's Unsealing. Yeah. <laughs> 
three and one red. Whenever you cast a creature spell with power four or five or six, it deals four damage to any target. But if you cast something that costs seven, it deals four damage to each creature and planeswalker they control. It's I, I think it's a, a it could be a really powerful card as well. But the funny thing was when it was first uh, translated over into English, it was uh, I was seeing it as Sarkin's broken seal. And then I was just like, what, was he out drinking really like, <laughs> late yeah, yeah. and stuff like that? Uh, but it is uh, unsealing, so nice. too bad. Uh, was there any green? Did we go through? We went through a lot of green last week. Um, I did well, like the the other dinosaur they kind of added in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can talk about that one. I just read the red, so why don't you go with the green? I've like five in a row. Oh, that's a good point. I don't want to. I don't want to read about that one anyway. I want to talk about the legend. Ruinic Armasaur, and it's one and two green for a two-five. Whenever an opponent activates an ability of a creature or a land that isn't mana, a mana ability, you may draw a card. That's pretty sweet in Commander, I would think. I mean, I you're going to so be too, drawing yeah. quite a bit. So. It would. Uh, it would help fight against Crav. Yeah. Right there. Uh, I want to talk about Goreclaw Terror of Calcisma. It's uh, a bear. It's a legendary creature bear. Bear. Three colorless, one green for a 4-3. Creature spells you cast with power four or greater cost two less to cast. That's huge mm-hmm. right there. And then whenever Goreclaw uh, attacks, each creature you control with power four or greater get plus one, plus one, and gains trample and tell into turn. Uh, this one kind of does a lot. Um, it, it feels like you're doing... In my mind, I have like creatures of six mana or more that like I'm gonna play all my craw worms right there and just <laughs> for four mana. Just start dropping six fours like crazy. Tri- do bear tribal, except they don't bear, get over four, yeah, so tribal, you're gonna yeah. screwed. There. I was gonna play a bunch of bear, two twos two, for two, two bears, <laughs> and really use Gore Clan. Uh, do we want to just move right into the artifacts then? Uh, there's a couple of them that. Um, the one I wanted to talk about was the what was it trans. Transmorg- Transmorgifying, Morgifying wand, straight wand. from Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> but I like it this especially for Commander because it's three for an artifact. When it enters, you get three counters on it. You can tap one, so you can do this the turn it comes in. Tap one, tap it, remove a counter and destroy target creature. Its controller gets a two-four white ox creature token. And, so, and, I, and you can, can only activate this. this when you're using a sorcery or casting oh, a, sorcery, a sorcery. So speed. that kind of sucks. That I way. can see this going in Atraxa because you can uh, continually increase the counters that are on it. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good point. And then so you can keep also if you're if you have something if you have somebody that has like Animar, you can be running this because it's a color colorless targeting thing. So yeah. Um, it allows you to kind of hit most things with protection as long as it doesn't have hexproof and shroud. But you know it gets through indestructible, and you're really giving them a two four ox. What did you uh? What did you think about um chaos wand? That one I thought we didn't talk about that one last week. It hadn't been revealed. I think that came out this week. I thought that was kind of an interesting card. I'm reading it right now. You can read it out loud. Let's, we want the, the class needs no, to listen. No, you asked me how what I what thought I, of it, not so chaos one. <laughs> I just read the last one. Chaos one three <laughs> for an artifact. You can tap four, so that's kind of hard to do. You got seven to get it in the first turn, but target opponent exiles cards from the top of their library until they reveal an instant or sorcery card. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Then put the exiled cards that weren't cast this way on the bottom of that 
player's library in a random order. So this goes with the chaos stuff. So you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. (laughs) But you're taking a... This is... It's an artifact version of stolen goods from... uh, It was Innistrad block, original Innistrad block. And that card's pretty tough to play. And so this being three mana to come out and then four to activate... Uh, I see it being really slow, but I thought it was interesting. I guess is the only thing. I I think yeah, it it can definitely be interesting, but I I think you want to be maybe I can see it in maybe a theme of like playing other people's cards, Mm -hmm. like a send triplet deck or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So that allows you to kind of just play their cards. Uh, Why don't you finish it off with uh, the sweet land that's in this? Yeah, I really like this one. Uh, Isolation Tower. uh, Tap to add one colorless. You can pay one one and tap it until end of turn. Your opponents and creatures they control uh, with hexproof can be targets of spells and abilities as though they don't have hexproof. So we have two lands now that actually can deal with people. There's Arcane Lighthouse, which does the same thing. Actually gets rid of Shroud as well. Yeah, so this is only hexproof. But but still, this is a really good card to have. Gets around Swiftfoot Boots. Uh, and a lot of other, you know, asceticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would go out and get these. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Was there I think that rounds it off. The, the main ones that we want to talk about. I'm sure there's some other ones. We didn't really get into the uncommons. I know there's some decent uncommons in there, but we just time-wise wanted to just hit up the main ones that we thought were pretty sweet for Commander. Um, do we want to move into the next segment? Which is... Myth specs of the week. Okay, you're not I joining. We just, in. I thought we had the discussion. What's going slowing down? <laughs> no, it's trying to get you to jump in. See, it's exactly what <laughs> I wanted to no, talk about. No. If you slow down your speech, then no. we don't get far enough where we don't. No, have to, we're not we cutting out. I'm trying to get you to join in instead of reading. Smith specs of the week. Oh fuck you. Okay, Smith specs Smith of the week. Of the week. <laughs> okay. You're gonna start us off, Larry. What's our uh, your first spec of the week here? Oh, oh wait, your first spec was <laughs> retribution. No, it wasn't hour of reckoning. Hour of reckoning. There we go. <laughs> but uh, the internet's going really slow. <laughs> this is awesome. So hour of reckoning. Sorry guys. Uh, a bunch of mana and uh, but, <laughs> but you get to convoke with it and so then it uh, destroys all uh, non-token creatures and that is a one-sided wrath in my mind and it's really good the foils have spiked so yeah the regulars uh, they're, they're up to like 20 bucks right now the regulars are sitting around three uh, so they could potentially follow with the the foils but if you have a token deck you should be running this in your token deck this is uh, it turns into a one-sided uh, board wipe, and uh, I th- I just think your laptop is tired. It's really late. Yeah, it's it's three it's o'clock so in the sleepy. damn morning. So uh, and so I I think I think this is a card. hey it popped up, but if I scroll, it's gonna freaking shut down. Anyways, you get these for around three bucks, which is pretty nice. You can yeah. And so it was reprinted in uh, Commander Commander, and that's the only one. So the uh, that's a good removal spell. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. And like you said, if you're playing tokens, which there's a lot of popular token decks, um, I would pick that up. Yeah, I think it has a lot of potential. Uh, And especially with seeing the the foil spike, that generally means that the regulars are going to go pretty soon, too. So not necessarily as hard as the foils, but the foils just jumped to 17. I can see it getting up to like five bucks or something. uh, So mine are going to stay on theme with my Pedon Commander. 
the first wall I want to talk about um, is Wall of Denial. And you could get either one, but it's the foils I'm focused on, either from Modern Masters or the original from, was it Alara? Shards of Alara? Alara Reborn. And those are running for about two bucks. Um, and then the Modern Masters you can get for probably a dollar. Uh, these are going to be freaking ridiculous with that commander once people start actually using that as their commander. Yeah, flying hexproof. Yeah. Attacking for eight, eight with three. And eight, yeah, eight. That, yeah. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. So uh, I think these are going to jump up. In fact, they have gone up a little bit, not a ton, but that's you got to wait for this actually to come out. Um, so yeah, buy think, early because that happened a lot with Slimefoot. You had an initial jump, and then and actually then they're still jumping now. They're still, There's still ones that are jumping. Still movement. So uh, this, yeah, that one I think has a bit of potential there. Yeah, uh, Lowry, your next one that you're not going to be able to see. You're just going to have to read Magister Space. <laughs> yeah, I got this stuff memorized. Yeah. Uh, it's four colorless, a black, white, blue. It's a four-four flyer, and when it enters the battlefield, target player's life total becomes ten. And the reason why this, I, I think this is super powerful. You know, if somebody's sitting at forty, you can. It's an artifact, or even at like two hundred or whatever. Yeah, that doesn't matter. You know, you just kill them. Uh, yeah. Sword Markov is a 10. really good planeswalker for a reason. This is right there with it. It's you can blink it, you can reanimate it, you can, um, you know reanimate it more in an artifact style deck this is a great card in brea uh it's it's uh i think quite powerful and i would go after the foils on that one because they're sitting in between four and five dollars right now yeah and the regulars are it looks like three bucks so yeah. you're not spending that much more for the foils and it only has one foil printing yeah and the other uh non-foil printing i believe is arch enemy if i'm remembering right and so that's, that's normally we would be we were well. telling you all the other ones that was on but like i said my computer is <laughs> just going freaking crazy right now uh, uh. oh it's a five five yeah i was wrong not a four, you four. Oh, it's a four, five, four. Five. yeah no i i like it i mean like i said the foils and the regulars are pretty similar in price so if you're gonna choose one why not go for the foils i, I think you go after the foils definitely yeah. uh my next it kind of two because they're kind of the same thing uh you have wall of omens which is one white one colorless and so four when you play it you draw a card and then wall of blossoms which is one green one colorless oh four draw a card um foils on those as well if you get the wall of omens there's the uh promo card i believe it's the friday friday night magic yeah, friday F- night magic um fnm one is like five bucks and that one's starting to actually spike and there's a very very low inventory of that so that one's going to jump i think first but i think all foils of these are going to potentially go up uh the wall blossoms you can get for a couple bucks that that was in uh the only foil version of that comes from uh from the fold yep 20 well they also had like a judge promo oh, that was yeah okay. that one is like five bucks but yeah you can get the like larry said um those for a buck or two i think too so but it it's two mana for, and if you're thinking about it with the dragon, you're putting a four-four kind of into play, you're a and you're drawing, and drawing two and cards. Yeah, you have if, the dragon out, you're drawing out. two cards. So, um, yeah, so I think those are definitely going to go kind of crazy. So, everybody um, wants a wall commander, and we finally have one. <laughs> so, uh, and then my last one is going to be Aetherworks Marvel, and this is, I mean, potentially a stretch. So, like. Um, 
this was banned in standard, and that always kind of piques my interest if a card gets banned in standard, um, because right now it's low, nobody's using it. Uh, the only problem is is that like it's energy is cycle so, out too. Well, yeah, and it will cycle out of uh, standard here, so it's probably something that you want to wait for the fall after rotation, even though it is banned. But people tend it's to a good card. load cards. The the problem ends up being like uh, energy is kind of like a parasitic uh, ability. There's not a ton of support energy for it. to support it, so it's kind of difficult. You got to be almost in like three or four colors to play it in commander. Um, it's going to be really tough to maybe make a modern deck out of it. Um, but if they ever go back to energy counters, this card is going to be ridiculous because mm-hmm. there ends up being more support for it. Yeah. Unless they... Which I could see them going back. Maybe yeah, and energy. so this this is one of the like energy cards I would invest in after it's kind of gone down after rotation because yeah. people aren't going to want them. So it's more of a, you don't need to necessarily jump on it today, yeah, but in the is, next this couple is long months, term, this write one it down on your list and just kind of go, go for hey, the foils on these. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I'll definitely pick up a couple of foils once it rotates out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my last one is another wall. It's tree of redemption. Go for the foils on these. They're zero thirteens. Um, it's three and one green and basically think of it with Arcades again comes in. It's really like a 13, 13. You could even change your life with yeah. it. And it could be a one shot kill a 40, for somebody. 40. But yeah, so, uh, the foils of these are around $3 and there's two printing. So you could do the Indistrad ones or the recent, um, masters 25, uh, ones. I picked up a couple of each. I was like, oh, I'll get the older ones and the newer ones. Cause the Innistrad ones are, I think, a couple dollars more. Yeah, okay. uh, a buck more. For and and four. if we want to go back to the Masters 25 stuff, there is that uh, watermark on it, which yeah. we really like in foil as well. Yeah. So, you know, we are shitting on this card when it was in Masters for being a Mythic, but now it actually might jump up to price of what a Mythic should be because yeah. of the wall stuff. So <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So, um, but if yeah, you're that, like Lowry and you pulled a Mythic yeah. <laughs> Tree of Redemption in your Masters 25 box that you spent did you? Yeah, you did. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> That's right. God, I hate my boxes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that should about do it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, that was... Of our latest podcast, we're at three, just after three o'clock in the morning. Hey, way to go! High five! Are you not sick again? Are you? No, I'm not sick. Okay. Um, yeah, you can catch us on Twitter, uh, Commander Smiths. Uh, you can also email us at Commander Smiths at Gmail. And check us out on YouTube. You can check out our last battle boxes. I don't know if we're gonna do it's dueling boxes. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna blame Just that. Just give you the stink uh, eye. Yeah, it was like, why are you shaking you your head at me? <laughs> Disappointed. Uh, I'm not mad. Yeah, that's what you get to use when you're a dad. Is I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's the best line. <laughs> uh, mine, mine doesn't listen to me at all, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh uh, no! You use it on other people because now that on you're a dad, you get no, other people. You just oh. you, know, you say, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I can say that because I'm a father now. That's what dads do. Sure, that's how. Anyways, uh, I think that'll do it for this week. We will uh, catch you guys next week. Hey, thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. I pointed at you too. I was like, do the bye, do the bye. <laughs> I get the last word. I get the last word.